0: Well, it's been quite a week. I had a really terrible cold. And today's the first day I've started feeling kind of back to normal again. Brain functioning, etc. Still a little raspy, but that's okay. I... Didn't do anything. I mostly slept for three days and then kind of got up a little bit yesterday. And today was almost a normal day. I had coffee this morning. It was great. I've been, well, you know, immediately trying to play catch up, but not pushing myself too hard. Because I know, I know what can happen if you, you know. But, um, yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. I, I've had a few people turn me, three to be exact. If you don't count the f- five or six street artists that never even responded to me. Street photographers. And to be in the book pixels book i'm working on now those guys and i there are a couple of women in there too you know street street photographers it's all about them anyway they don't care about the picture it's the fact that they took it most of the time i mean if it's a good picture that's just frosting on the cake and it's performance art and you know (laughs) For that section of the book, I just got a bunch of pixels artists, street photography. It's better than the stuff they did anyway. Terrible, I know. But then these three other people turned me down. Two people, I really wanted their picture in the book. A picture. The third, it was more of a courtesy thing. But you know and it, kind of, and it really bothered me that they they turned me down but it's not like i mean i have 30,000 pictures on pixels to choose from i mean i found replacements it's that's not the issue but i'm thinking why would why would anybody not want to be in this book because it's going to be fantastic and and you know all you know a couple hundred other artists have said yes and they're all most of these people are known in our community as being, you know, the best. So why wouldn't you want to be in their company? I just couldn't figure it out. And in some ways, I take it personally. I think, why, well, why are they, you know, why won't, you know, why won't, I, I know one person is supposedly, is, is mad at me for something. I have no idea what. But um, the other two, I just didn't even get. And I couldn't. I was talking to Marty Yannick about it, and you you know, Marty's the the, one of the two bloggers that were ahead of me in the, you know, blogging and writing about iPhone photography before me. So he goes back to, well, 2009, like I do. About a month before me, he started, and I I was going. I don't get it, Marty. What's going on? I mean, why? And He says, Knox, it's real simple. They're not artists. You know, an artist any artist would want the exposure and get in the book. He didn't say that part, but he said they're not artists, and I went, and it was like you know, a light bulb went on over my head. So that's what the that's what it is. I mean, they make it made some good pictures, but anyway. so what I want to read today is uh, Agnes de uh, she wrote a book called Martha, the Life and Work of Martha Graham. So this is a quote here. The greatest thing she ever said to me was in 1943 after the opening of Oklahoma. When I suddenly had unexpected flam- flamboyant success for work I thought was only fairly good, after years of neglect for work I thought was fine. I was bewildered and worried that my entire scale of values was untrustworthy. I talked to Martha. I remember the conversation well. It was in Schraff's restaurant over a soda. I confessed that I had a burning desire to be excellent, but no faith that I could be. Martha said to me very quietly, There is a vitality, a life's force, an energy, a quickening that is translated through you into action. And because there is only one of you in all of time, this expression is unique. And if you block it, it will never exist through any other medium and it will be lost. The world will not have it. It is not your business to determine how good it is, nor how valuable it is nor how it compares with other expressions. It is your business to keep it yours clearly and directly, to keep the channel open. You do not even have to believe in yourself or your work. You have to keep yourself open and aware to the urges that motivate you. Keep the channel open. As for you, Agnes, you have a peculiar and unusual gift and you have so far used about one-third of your talent. But, I said, when I see my work, take I take for granted what other peop- people see value in it. I see only its ineptitude, inorganic flaws, and crudities. I am not pleased or satisfied. And she replied, there is n- no artist is pleased. And Agnes said, but there... Then there is no satisfaction. And she replied, no satisfaction whatsoever at any time, she cried out passionately. There is only a queer divine dissatisfaction, a blessed unrest that keeps us marching and makes us more alive than the others. So... (laughs) I don't know about makes us more alive, but I know that when I'm in that creative flow, there's nothing like it, whether I'm working on music or a picture or writing something or just, you know, even, you know, curating. But just when I'm in that, and it's just flowing through me because that's always what it is. And I should read this every morning when I start my day. You know, I can't stand affirmations. I You know, I... <laughs> don't I don't like motivational posters <laughs> if you were to think someday if you feel like it, Google demotivators de- <laughs> you can buy these posters that are they're just great as a pictures like a ship sinking and the headline you know says the text is when your best just wasn't good enough <laughs> i I love the I love this website. But yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's very you know, it's it's so weird. I just was thinking about it before I started uh, recording this, and I thought about something from sixty-five years ago. I was five years old, and my mother was reading the little engine who could to me. I was I, I can see it right now almost like it was yesterday. I was lying in bed. She's sitting on the side of the bed, and she's reading The Little Engine Who Could. And I remember thinking, well, that applies to other people, not me. And I don't know where a five-year-old gets a thought like that. I mean, I guess everybody has a committee in their head to one degree or another. And I wonder if maybe, like Martha Graham was talking about or Agnes was talking about, you know, never, you know... We're never satisfied, or wondered if we we're going to measure up. Um, but it's just funny that just popped in my head. Um, and what does that have to do with keeping the channel open? Well, I think everything. I I, I think it's our duty to keep the channel open, and despite with any little voices in the. You know in the on the committee you're saying in your head. and uh, I mean when I was a kid, I was always building stuff. I'd be working on my bike, making some kind of weird bicycle thing or building a coaster or you know whatever, a tree fort and uh, always something. And then you know when I got a little older, it was all music, poetry, uh, to, I used to do a lot of drawing. And um, you know, nonstop. I mean, and then, you know, of course, in my twenties, the party life took over for a while. And uh, you know, when I get, came out of that in my early, in, in, when I was forty, you know, and got back into, in, got back into music, full bore. You know, sixteen hours a day. <laughs> it was. I mean, I. I wasn't even thinking about anything but opening that channel back up. And it really had to be opened back up after all the years of the alcohol and other, you know, additives. So, so yeah, keep the channel open. It's uh, something, like I say, I, I think I should read that first thing every morning. And uh, anyway, this is Knox riding the wild bubble with you in the channel over the train tracks of the little engine who could forever.